0: You already know the fun of Kings Island. Blue ice cream for lunch, catching your breath between screams on the beast. But this summer at Kings Island, this is 50. Don't miss the 50th anniversary celebration all summer long with new shows, new food, and new fun. It's Kings Island's biggest summer yet. And now through August 14th, Kings Island is turning up the excitement with a daily 50 Years of Fun street party. It features dancers, music, and more commemorating the last 50 years. Make plans today at visitkingsisland.com.
1: 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free, email exxon TV.com On MSN Messenger, tv at hotmail.com. And our website, TV.com. My guest this hour, exonation is Stephen Bassett. And on September twenty second, 2011, PRG submitted Disclosure Petition 1 to the White House, We the People Project. On November, let me see, November 4th, the White House responded that response included the following statement. Now, listen to this explanation. The U.S. government has no evidence that any life exists outside our planet or that an extraterrestrial presence has contacted or engaged any member of the human race. In addition, there is no credible information to suggest that any evidence is being hidden from the public's eye. Now, this assertion is notable for two reasons. Number one, it's completely false. And number two, it is completely indefensible. Now, on February 23rd, this uh, coming, uh, let me see, in about uh, 10 days from now, PRG will submit disclosure petition to the Rockefeller Initiative, to We the People Project, should this petition acquire 25,000 signatures within 30 days by March 22nd, The White House will be forced to defend its petition and very powerful people in the Obama administration and the Democratic Party are going to be extremely uncomfortable. Why, you ask? Well, it's very simple. Disclosure Petition 1 received more media coverage than all other posted petitions combined. Reporters and editors are losing patience with the government and their suppression of the truth. In short, this second petition has the potential to end the truth embargo regarding an extraterrestrial presence here and amongst and engaging the human race. My guest this hour is is, is uh, Stephen Bassett. He is an exopolitical activist and a leading advocate for ending the 65-year government-imposed truth embargo regarding an extraterrestrial presence engaging the human race. He is the executive director for the Paradigm Research Group, and his advocacy work has been extensively covered by national and international media. He has spoken to audiences all over the world about the implications of formal disclosure of the ET presence. Joining me now is Stephen Bassett. And Stephen, always great having you here on the x Congratulations on all the hard work that you do. That's
2: very kind of you. Thanks, Rob.
1: Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, how many signatures did the first petition get,
2: Stephen? Disclosure petition one ultimately got 12,000 signatures, um, may not seem like a huge number, but mm-hmm. it was in the top, 10 of, top 10% of the petitions that were submitted to this very interesting project that the White House began called We the People, which they launched on September 22nd. Okay. Uh, it was an effort by the White House to engage the people. Mm-hmm. I think it's somewhat political to be sure, but it's saying, look, what are your issues? Uh, if, there are, uh, if you have something you want us to address or deal with, petition us, send a petition um, and uh, we will respond. Now, if this is a formal project on the White House website itself, which is visited by millions of people mm-hmm. uh, every every week. And it's structured. In other words, anyone can submit a petition. They open an account on We the People mm-hmm. um, and submit a petition you you then go and get signatures, you, they don't get them, you get them. And you, you get, have to get 150 signatures before the petition will be posted on the site for all to see. I think about maybe 350 to 400 petitions have been posted since September 22nd. However, 15,000 petitions have been submitted to give you an idea how much people want to be involved mm-hmm. with this. Then, in the in the early days, if you got 5,000 signatures on that petition, within the first 30 days, you would get a formal response. All right,
1: Stephen, you so, and I have to take ahead. a two-minute commercial break. We'll be right back. Sure. Stephen Bassett is our special guest. And Stephen and I return on the other side of this two-minute break here in the EXO. Don't go away, Exo Nation. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs or psychic phenomenon? Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit w www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. ExoNation, uh, Stephen Bassett is our special guest. And uh, Stephen, it was great talking to you. So before we went to the break, we, you were telling us that the first petition uh, received 12,000 signatures What happens, Stephen, if 25,000 signatures are not raised for the second petition?
2: Well, the way it works is that if you don't get the needed amount of Mm -hmm. signatures, it's simply pulled after 30 days. So it comes down off the site. Mm -hmm. That's it. It was up. It was exposed. People read it. So you got exposure for the issue. So in the first case, the threshold was 5,000 signatures so the disclosure petition mm-hmm. received that amount within the first four days right and thus triggered a white house response that was the point of this this whole thing was planned out carefully prior to september the 22nd and so the disclosure petition one but let me let me read that petition to your sure. audience because this is this is the key there's some misunderstanding about this a lot of okay. people thought well the purpose of the petition was to get obama to then say oh gee. Uh, 12,000 people signed this petition. I guess I'm going to tell the American people about the extraterrestrial presence. Now, that's not going to happen. The purpose of this petition was to get the White House response. Disclosure petition one was very straightforward. We, the undersigned, strongly urge the President of the United States to formally acknowledge an extraterrestrial presence engaging the human race and immediately release into the public domain all files from all agencies military services relevant to this phenomena. And then it has a paragraph about the, the, the polling of this issue and the, the public's uh, view of it and so and forth. So this cut right to the heart of the issue. This is the essence of it. And this is, of course, the fundamental goal of the advocacy. You know, now, but,
1: but when we look yes. at the total population of the United States, and this is going back to July of last year, 31,591,917 people, only 12,500 signed. That, to me, says that people really aren't interested.
2: Oh, no, I know. No, the, the interest of this subject is global. Understand, this is, this is a project of the White House. It's up on the White House website. Okay. Uh, it's limited to how many people even know that it's there. Now, mm-hmm. the, the White House deliberately did not heavily publicize this at all when they launched this. And the reason they did is because they had no idea how big the response was going to be, and they didn't want to get, have the thing get out of control. As it was, they got more than they expected. Uh, again, they had over 10,000 petitions submitted within uh, the first 30 days,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, which is why they raised the threshold for uh, triggering a White House response from 5,000 to 25,000 signatures. Now, but this, this is an interesting – this is fascinating what they've done here. And, and, and uh, let, me, let me explain. What, what you do is you have to go to the site, We the People, the White House yeah. website. You, you, you have to open an account. You give them a first and last name and an email address. Mm-hmm. Then they send you back. It's like signing up at a, with your telephone company. They send you back an email with a password mm-hmm. and a verification link. You click on the link. You use the password. You log back in. And you can sign all, any petitions that you agree with. It's very straightforward. Once, you're, once you have an account, you can sign petitions all day long as this project goes forward. All right. fine. So they set this up and with no publicity, very little, a couple of news articles, the president has said nothing, and so it's been building over time. What was relevant was, is that the, the number of signatures that the disclosure petition got was quite high and good with respect to all other petitions, mm-hmm. right? This is about, what this is about is not how many signatures can you get. But rather, it was an opportunity to get this issue exposed on the White House website itself, right, which uh, has millions of visitors coming yeah. in from all over the world. The second thing that's most profound about this, uh, interesting about this project, is that this, this, these petitions are not limited to U.S. citizens. Anyone in the world can sign any mm-hmm. of these petitions. You put your name, your address, your email. Okay. And you can put it you in your, your country, and they might list that you can put it in a city state or a country and they'll list that mm-hmm. and then they and then they publish the petition with your first name and last initial first name last initial and so theoretically the the audience for any issue or petition is the entire planet any nation can sign so immediately p r g set in motion a a um a, an act, advocacy approach here that could be very profound because whether, the White House, whether or not the White House knew it, they had made a mistake with respect to this issue. So, and then I'll tell you why. So that disclosure petition one was submitted on September the 22nd. It got the 5,000 signatures almost immediately,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: thus the White House need, had to respond. That response came on November the 4th. So the petition was up from Jan, September 22nd to November the 4th. It was seen by a lot of people, perhaps millions. Mm-hmm. Issue was right out there in front of the world. And then as you read earlier, their response, which came from the Office of Science and Technology Policy, there was one of several approaches they could took. They took the hard line and in about a nine paragraph response written by a, a, a researcher at the Office of Science and Technology Policy in the executive branch, they stated as you had stated. The U.S. government has no evidence that mm-hmm. any life exists outside our planet, or that extraterrestrial presence has contacted or engaged any member of the human race. In addition, there is no credible information to suggest that any evidence is being hidden from the public's eye. Okay. Now, y- you have had thousands of guests on your shows over the years. Yeah, probably few people in this in North America are more aware than you that that position is completely false. Oh, wait a
1: second here. I've had had many people on the show talking about UFOs and what they believe they have seen, but no one has come forth with, with hardcore evidence substantiating their claims.
2: When you say hardcore, you say no evidence. Haven't you had witnesses on your show? People like Edgar Mitchell and 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 some of the Air Force officers regarding nuke tampering.
1: But once again, there's no evidence. They cannot substantiate the claims they're making, Stephen. They can't. No, what what they're giving me is what testimony of what they believe they saw, not what it actually was.
2: So, so in your view, the the collective. Evidence. Remember, as you, you're aware, yeah. this phenomenon has been researched for 60 years.
1: It's been uh, researched for 60 years, I agree, but the quality of the research is at question. Well, over 5,000 books have been written. That, hey, listen, uh, uh, how many comic books have been written over the years about men who fly, about, you know, like Superman, Batman, the Green Lantern? They're fictional, and yet there have been well over 1,000 books written on comic okay. book characters.
2: Then, uh, then, I, then I, then I step back. I, it was, it was uh, somewhat presumptuous of me to say that, and, and, and I, I, I asked uh, your, your apology, No, no, you no problem,
1: no, Stephen. You, yeah, Stephen, you don't need to say anything, my friend. I was just giving you asked no, me my opinion, no, no. and I just gave it to you.
2: You're right. You're right. I, I, But the thing is, I was trying to put words in your mouth. Let, let me restate it. Okay. All right. As someone who has been in this field for 16 years,
1: yeah,
2: who has talked to hundreds of witnesses. Scores of contactees and has reviewed the evidence. I can say, from my position mm-hmm. to your audience, that the evidence for an extraterrestrial presence is overwhelming.
1: Then uh, I have to ask you—16 years in the field. Then I have to ask you, in all fairness, mm-hmm. you're telling me that the petition that was on the U.S. government White House website mm-hmm. that was viewed by the world and any member of the world population could have signed that petition. And only twelve thousand five hundred people signed. Well, that's we, that's that's a drip of water into the Atlantic Ocean.
2: The only people that are going to sign it—it's—it's—it's it's, it's on the White House website—are those that know about it. Mm-hmm. We have to promote it ourselves, and so we promoted that petition extensively and did and, and But the, the, the number of people that are going to sign it are those that are aware of it. It's not right, anybody can access it. You have to know about it first, and so we, we this this thing has to be promoted. And people have to know they can go to the White House website. Gotcha. And I think the petition that got the most signatures was uh, uh, one of the many petitions that were submitted regarding drug law reform, mm-hmm. particularly marijuana, marijuana reform. Yeah. And I think the most it got was was like six sixty eight thousand. And so the disclosure petition getting twelve thousand was was quite respectable. More importantly, this this uh, the um, disclosure petition one got more media coverage mm-hmm. than any of the other submitted petitions com- uh, all combined the not submitted but posted petitions well we, we know so for I, a
1: fact that the media jumps on anything about UFOs extraterrestrials alien abductions cattle mutilation because it's an interesting topic and if it doesn't bleed it doesn't lead and after all the media's after uh, after ratings um
2: perhaps so let me let me go further why sure. this is important. This response from the OSTP
0: mm-hmm.
2: was the first time in the 65 years since the, the early, uh, 47 that the executive branch of the government has ever put a position on this in writing. It's never happened before. Um, this was a clear part of the truth embargo. They, they, could, they, they could never want to do that because then you're going to have to defend it. Right. And so the point was you avoid having to state your position. But, so, is it,
1: but isn't this just speculation that this is why they did it? And the fact on the other side of this coin could be very well that, they're, that they were correct in what they stated. There is no evidence, there is no proof, and the government hasn't got anything. Well, isn't that as, as a possibility? I
2: stated, Rob, I've been in this for 16 years and the evidence is overwhelming, so I can't obviously ascribe to that assertion. And I didn't say why they did it. I simply said that they created a petition process on the White House website right, and opened the door for us to get this issue directly into the White House. We got the necessary signatures under their rules, right. and, they, and they, they reissued this statement from the Office of Science and Technology Policy. And this statement, for whatever reason why they did that process, is the first formal position by the executive branch of the United States government.
1: But it's been say, it says in that statement... The same thing the government has been saying from day one, that they don't believe UFOs are here. They have no evidence. And they're just reiterating in this statement what they've been saying for the last 65 years. We've got to take a commercial break in the news. I'll be back. Stephen Bassett is our guest website. Our guest. Well, let's try this again. Our guest, uh, this Our Exo Nation. When we come back, we're going to let Stephen tell you how you can sign on to the new petition that's going up. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back after the news. Don't go away.
0: This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network,
1: Explanation, uh, Stephen Bassett is our special guest this hour, and uh, Stephen has a number of websites that you can uh, go to. I would imagine we've got, uh, first of all, www.paradigmresearchgroup.org, www.disclosurepetition.info, we have www.exopoliticsworld.net, and have uh, we covered them all, Stephen?
2: Oh Lord, no! <laughs> There's more of it. <laughs> the most important one is right now, and I invite your listeners to pull it up while they're while they're, uh, what shows on is is disclosurepetition.info.
1: All right, what am I missing here in, in the big picture? Because the way I'm looking at it is is that the statement that the government gave you, and l- let me just uh, let me just uh, get it over here. Uh, uh, let me see. The U.S. government has no evidence that any life exists outside our planet or that extraterrestrial presence has contacted or engaged any member of the human race. In addition, there is no credible information to suggest that any evidence being hidden is being hidden from the public's eye. Now, they're just stating, Stephen, the exact same thing that they've been saying since day one. Actually, the White House has never issued a statement like but, that but in is the it,
2: 65 years.
1: But isn't the government the government are, are we just trying to read something into this that really isn't there, that nothing has changed except it was on a government. It was on the white house uh, website. And the reply came in response from the petition on the web website of the, of the white house. It wasn't issued by president Obama. So I can't understand the significance of this uh, statement, especially since it doesn't contradict anything the government has said before.
2: Uh, again, um, This is the White House Petition Project set up so that the administration Mm can respond, meaning the executive branch. The response in this case came from the OSTP, which is the science section of the executive branch. And so this is the formal position of the Obama administration. Okay. And this is the first time it's ever been put in writing. And so once you put something in writing, it's now a stationary target. And it's much more difficult to sort of dodge it. You have to defend it.
1: Well, comes after it. Don't you think that the government has bigger and better things to do with their time, like homeland security, the threat that Iran is posing towards the United States, the economy, and and everything else, than to than to worry about twelve thousand five hundred people and what they think the government is doing with reference to UFOs and aliens?
2: Government has a lot of things to do
1: with its time. Right. But
2: uh, the idea that the presence of extraterrestrials engaging in the human race is not an is- issue that concerned the government is, of course, not something that I would ascribe to. I personally believe the ET issue is the most important in the world today. And millions of people around the planet feel the same way, as, as the polling numbers clearly indicate. Uh, also, this issue is, has been, uh, though however justified during mm-hmm. the Cold War, the greatest deception that probably has ever been played on the citizens of any nation in history. And there have been some buttes out there. This is a complete, the only, only thing comparable to this was the effort by the Catholic church to suppress, through some pretty draconian means, mm-hmm. the uh, scientific developments regarding uh, astronomy and the planets and the sun, uh, because they felt it threatened church doctrine. So for some time, they literally killed people, uh, uh, and went to great measures to prevent that from from growing. But of course, it was inevitable. That we would learn the truth about the solar system just as it's inevitable we will learn the truth about this extraterrestrial presence. But this all gets tied up into the vast secret complexes they've created and uh, uh, the entire prosecution of the Cold War, uh, the trust in government that's eroding every year. And this
1: is a big issue. It's a huge issue. It's not easy to address. But, but if it's so threat. big and so huge and so important as, as you and other ufologists and believers make it out to be, only 12,500 people signed this petition.
2: Um, again, don't think about the number. Why not? The number it's, the numbers the,
1: it's the numbers that count in life.
2: All right. Well, then let's look at the polling. Okay. Um, there have been consistent polling on this issue since the 90s by CNN, by Reuters, right? By Time, okay. by Ipsos, which is a massive polling operation. And these numbers have, have been consistent now, but, uh, kind of topped off in the last 10 years.
1: But those numbers 80%. can be those numbers can be swayed by social media, by the movies, well, are by are radio, are. by TV. And, so you know, and let's
2: let's, let's just bl- go back prior to social media, you know, so, back into the
1: Chinese. Right. So it, let's it, let's let's take a good, honest look at it. I, I once again, Stephen, uh, we look at three three hundred eleven million people, and with all the people that are apparently. You know, within the UFO field, whether they're uh, a so-called researcher or whether they're an actual scientist who believe in extraterrestrials, I, over the 20 years doing this show, I haven't seen anything that I can consider as proof. I've well, heard a I'm lot of con- conjectures, This is from, from your
2: worldview perspective. I'm, I'm dealing from mine it's the point of this process is mm-hmm. is not to convince any one person
1: well what is the about point about this what is the point
2: this is we're involved in an advocacy movement mm-hmm. that is attempting to change government policy
1: but how are you going to change something that the government says isn't there
2: well I'll be happy to tell you um let me let me kind of put it this way okay Uh, There was a president named Bill Clinton Mm -hmm. who wanted to be Jack Kennedy. That included having lots of mistresses. And the last thing he wanted was, and he's the most powerful man in the world, the last thing he wanted was for his affair with Monica Lewinsky to become completely world. Exactly. I agree. Uh, A woman named Linda Tripp, though, Mm -hmm. knew Monica Lewinsky. She was told about this affair. She mentioned it to a member of the press Uh, They made a few inquiries. They looked into it. The moment they decided it was real, they jumped on it with one of the biggest media frenzies in history. Right. The president actually went in front of – prior to the frenzy being launched, and this was Mm -hmm. a mistake Clinton made, he went in front of the cameras and said matter-of-factly that he had never had sex with this woman and so forth and so forth, which irritates the press. When you really bald-faced lie to them. Mm -hmm. The media frenzy that was launched – was absolutely amazing, and no power on earth can stop a media feeding frenzy once it gets going. And you're the right. result was, yeah. is that it all came out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it went on for, for several years. Clinton was ultimately impeached. Even the most powerful man in the world it didn't matter.
1: Oh, wait a sec. Hold on here. Hold on here. Bill, you're saying that Bill Clinton was impeached? Yes. He was.
2: Yeah, but he wasn't convicted.
1: He was impeached.
2: But he wasn't convicted. He's was second man. He was only the second man in in president history to be impeached. So the point I'm trying to make is this is an advocacy game that's being played, and the purpose of this position pr- petition process is to trigger the press to jump well what right. na- well, the press jumps uh, I don't think that the truth embargo can withstand what will come next
1: but on the on the same side uh, you know on the other side of the coin, this can backfire tremendously on the UFO community it can fi- backfire because if the government comes up and is able to substantiate their claims. And the UFO community isn't. The UFO community is going to look as if all they're doing is grandstanding.
2: <laughs> Gee, uh, I'm not sure how to respond to that. All, all I can say is, is that if the government were to attempt to substantiate their claims, we couldn't ask for anything better. The one thing the government has n- never been able to do is substantiate their claims. The, whole, the whole only reason the truth embargo has lasted as long as it has, the government's been able to completely avoid being challenged on this, avoid mm-hmm. questions, uh, dodge, weave, obfuscate, misdirect, whatever. This process that's underway at the White House website now allows us to cut through all of that. And so, what what here's what's going to happen? Here's here's what I believe is happening. The first petition was successful. It got the written response from the White House. That is now that is now in print. It's formal. They can't run away from it. Mm-hmm. Now, the second petition is designed to go after that first petition. Uh, that second petition will be submitted on February the 23rd yeah. with a considerable amount of media promotion. This is just the beginning. I'm, I'll probably do over 100 interviews between now and March the 22nd. Now, you will have 30 days from February 23 to March twenty-second to get 25,000 signatures, the minimum now required to get and to trigger a formal response from the White House. This petition is a different animal altogether. Let me read it to your,
1: your sure. people. Okay.
2: Now, every word of this, you see, you're, you're allowed 120 words for the title. You're allowed 120 characters, and just 800 characters for the information. So every character, every syllable here is critical, uh, and it goes as follows: Disclosure petition to the Rockefeller Initiative will be. Sub- no, I'm very sorry. I'm reading the uh, the, uh, the note. Here we go. We petition the Obama administration to immediately investigate UFO ET disclosure efforts during the Clinton administration, the Rockefeller Initiative. Disclosure petition two. The Obama administration has formally stated the U.S. government has no evidence that any life exists outside our planet or that an extraterrestrial presence is contacted or engaged any member of the human race. If true, what was Clinton's Office of Science and Technology Policy investigating from March 1993 to October 1996 in concert with billionaire Clinton friend Lawrence Rockefeller. Those who knew and have not spoken publicly of this initiative include President Bill Clinton, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Obama Transition Chairman John Podesta, Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta, Vice President Al Gore, and New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson. And then, conf- and then it has confirming documents and then two websites. And at these two websites are the documents obtained from the Office of Science and Technology Policy under the Freedom of Informat- Information Act that confirm the initiative that it took place and who was involved. So there's nothing they can say. It right. happened. But what's very intriguing about this, in fact, it's very important, is that in the 15 years since that petition, or I'm sorry, since the Rockefeller Initiative ended. None of these individuals have ever spoken a word publicly about it, nor has the press ever asked them a single question about it. Now, in the, in, in, in the normal world, not the Lewis Carolian Alice in Wonderland world, All right. in the normal world, this would have been big news. But under the truth embargo, under the protocols of the truth embargo, it's simply not covered. Uh, that's about to change. These are extremely powerful people. In other words, Hillary Clinton knew about the initiative. She is now the Secretary of State. Leon Panetta knew about the initiative. He he was he was appointed head of the CIA by Obama, and is now the Secretary of Defense. Al Gore, of course, wants to change the world. Governor Bill Richardson has actually written about this issue. Podesta has come out and called for the release of all UFO files, but they won't address the Rockefeller initiative
1: itself. Well, hold on here. Maybe it has nothing to do with UFOs. Maybe it has everything to do with national security. And if that is the case, I'm in favor of this information remaining classified.
2: Well, that's your position. That's my position. I disagree. disagree. Well, why? I believe that the evidence points to the fact that this is far more than that and that the efforts to withhold this are damaging... Our government and creating serious dysfunction within it.
1: Well, it, shouldn't the government have the ability to maintain security, mean secrecy when it comes to protecting the people that they have been elected to be in power by?
2: The answer to that is yes. Um, and as I've stated many times, the reason the truth embargo was instigated in mm-hmm. the early 50s was for national security reasons. And I I generally say that I can't truly disagree, um, and it had to do with the Cold War. It was all about the Cold War in a sense. Mm-hmm. At that, that the same time that the government learned about the presence of extraterrestrials, and they knew pretty early on, I mean, there's, there's some evidence that they knew prior to World War II, elements within the government, but certainly they knew by 47. Uh, at the same time that they were learning this, which is a pretty big deal, I think we can agree, and that and this phenomenon was worldwide and there were things being seen by people all over the world, they were, they were becoming quite aware that not only was the Soviet Union an enemy of the West and the mm-hmm. United States, but the Soviet Union had the atomic bomb secrets, it had the nuclear bomb secrets, and of course they had their own German scientists and they were working on ballistic missiles. And so it was looking more and more to, to these, these people in the military intelligence community, patriots all that the next war could be coming and it would be nuclear and that was going to be a real serious problem and so they had a real dilemma and they made the decision that that allowing the extraterrestrial thing to become common knowledge come out in the open uh, to the extent that they had to acknowledge it i mean it was in the open because these things are flying all over the place but i mean as a as, a, as an acknowledged part of our reality was simply too risky until they knew where this situation with the Soviet Union was going to go. But Stephen, so they, Stephen
1: isn't this all conjecture? At no. this point, it's all conjecture because there's no proof of what you're saying.
2: Actually, there's a great deal of evidence. I would invite, first of all, I would invite your audience to read, if they want to, under, this is a huge issue, and so no one really can get a grasp of it without investing quite a bit of time. It's not some simple thing, you just go check a couple websites. But you, you begin by reading Richard Dolan's. All right, uh, Stephen, we've goodbye. got to
1: take our commercial break. Please stand by. Exo Nation. This is the EXON, a place where people dare to believe. Hey, everybody's got their right to believe and their right to be heard Monday through Friday from ten PM Eastern until two AM Eastern and some of our affiliates until six AM Eastern. Right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. the on scene. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars.
0: A soul-balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world.
1: Stephen Bassett is our special guest this hour at SoNation. He is the hardest-working advocate for the truth to get out there or to find out what the truth is, what the government, if anything, is hiding that I know. And, um, Stephen, what is the best website for our listeners to find out more about you and as well as to find out more about the petition?
2: Well, the, the, the main website for PRG is paradigmresearchgroup.org, but the petition information site is disclosurepetition.info. And, of course, as soon as the petition is submitted the morning of February 23rd, mm-hmm. the direct link to it will go up at that site immediately. So people can go there and jump right over to the White House. And if they don't have an account already, they can set up their account with We The People, log in, sign the petition. If they already do, then yeah. they can sign the petition. So, tell and me, so, has
1: anyone yeah. ever said, geez, I don't want to do that because I don't want the government to know who I am in case the men in black start chasing me?
2: There are a few people that are reluctant to do it for that really, reason. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine, no problem. Uh, I, they don't need to worry. I mean, there's been several million signatures put up there. Mm. And, uh, they they can't run down all this kind of stuff, and I, they don't do that. Um, this issue is not under that kind of that kind of uh, government intervention now.
1: Stephen, Stephen, what is what is the prime purpose of having the government, if they have any of this information, to say we were, you know, let's say President Obama came out and he said, you know what? It was made – the decision to keep this information close to heart was done in a matter of national security.
2: That's exactly what they're going to say. Uh, The point I was making before is this. The Cold War was the problem. Some people have forgotten how extraordinary the situation was. At the the peak, there were like, I think, Mm 80,000 nuclear weapons in five countries, thousands of them on trigger alert. Hair trigger alert could go off at any time. We nearly had a nuclear war on a number of occasions. Yeah. So they, they, they made the decision that the E.T. issue had to be contained, managed uh, uh, under those circumstances. And so the, the simple uh, short statement is that, is that as long as the Cold War was underway, the E.T. issue was going to be managed, was going to be contained. I'm not going to argue with that. I, 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 and it's, not, a, it's, not, uh, it's not, not, not an argument I would want to have. But- and, and it was perfectly legal. They had national security reasons. Now – When the cold war ends in 91 is when everything changes after the cold war ends, the justification for withholding the most extraordinary information that the human race has ever been privy to uh, from the world's people starts to fade very quickly. You, you
1: know, a few minutes ago you were talking about how the thing with Monica Lewinsky got the, uh, the press going and, you know, how Clinton was impeached. He was impeached by the House of Rep- Representatives, but he was cleared by the Senate. Right. But But anyway, if the President of the United States cannot have a presidential affair between the Oval Office and the presidential, John, without the entire world knowing, how in the name of God, with everything— that we have today at our disposal, the media and everything else, how can they have suppressed the information of UFOs for 65 years? It does not make any sense. Uh,
2: well, they, they, they contained
1: it. But um, how can they contain what they,
2: it? What, what they contained was the acknowledgement. In other words, the one thing they had to avoid was being put into a position where it had to formally acknowledge the extraterrestrial presence, the truth of it. Um, and that's what they were able – that's the best they could do. I mean, they couldn't completely – they couldn't the, – the extraterrestrials can come and go and do as, as they please. And so consequently, they couldn't contain that. Mm-hmm. However, they could avoid the acknowledgment. And that was that was the principal goal of the truth embargo. And they succeeded in that regard. No nation has ever acknowledged the extraterrestrial. Stephen, I no. hate
1: to do this, but we've run out of time. Stephen Bassett yeah. has been our guest this hour, XO Nation. When I come back from the news, more of the action at six and a half minutes past the hour, right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.